you know, elevating your eight isn't just about time management and productivity and stuff like that. It's actually about how you feed yourself and fill yourself and what kind of sleep you're getting. You want to know more about how to do that shit right? Listen up, you guys. You're listening to the Elevate Your Eight podcast, where we firmly believe that time management and productivity is just a matter of simple mathematics and prioritization. Productivity guru and self-care ninja Chris McPeak will debunk your biggest time management limiting beliefs. It's time to hear from everyday people like you sharing their tips and strategies for success and learning how to incorporate small changes in your life in order to make the most of every hour in your day. If you're ready to prioritize, synthesize, and realize your daily needs and wants, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, podcaster, and wannabe 200 breaststroke national champion, Chris McPeak. All right, welcome to the show, everybody. My name is Chris McPeak. You are listening to the Elevate Your 8 podcast, and thank you so, so very much for downloading today's episode. I have a really awesome guest today, Jeannie Peters, who is a registered dietitian with Nourishing Wellness out in Redondo Beach, and she's going to drop all kinds of wisdom and knowledge today. But before we get to our interview with Jeannie, I want to tell you that there will be a surprise at the end of the show that you'll hear about and you'll be able to get details on that surprise in the show notes, among other things. And I think... Those are all the updates I want to give you right now. So up next, our interview with Jeannie. Okay, Elevators, I am so excited to introduce today's guest to the podcast. Um, Jeannie is one of my my new gurus, I guess you could say. Um, she, is, she has been an ACSM certified wellness coach and nutrition therapist for over 36 years. Jeannie is dedicated to helping people experience the joy of an active, healthy, sustainable lifestyle. And she is so full of wisdom and information. We are going to have a good old time today talking to my friend, Jeannie Peters. Hey, Jeannie. Hi, Chris. Great to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you for coming on the show. Okay, so... We're going to talk today about the concept of productivity and time management from, a, from more of a physical health and wellness standpoint. And Jeannie's going to sort of tell us how we can fuel up and make the best of our days and our nights by putting the right, the right fuel in our bodies. Yeah. So Jeannie, first, why don't you tell me all about your practice and how functional medicine is slightly different from traditional Western medicine? Sure. Well, you know, first of all, Chris, I've been I've been a registered dietitian for 40 years and I, you know, had a very traditional practice. I was a, a dietitian that worked in a hospital for many years and uh, within a year of doing that, I realized I, I don't want to work with people who are chronically ill. I want to work with people who are healthy and want to stay that way. And thankfully, in that, um, that decision-making process, I met my husband, who was the chief of ER. Um, he had a really strong drive to make fitness and nutrition an important part of his lifestyle because just being an ER doc and working crazy hours, he found that when he paid good attention to his body and those needs, he just thrived. So we, uh, we've been married now for 39 years, and the, um, 15 years ago, we started our practice. So uh, he left emergency medicine. I left what I was doing, and 
I would say the hallmark of functional medicine is helping people to get back to function and really looking at the root cause of disease rather than dealing with chronic disease. So, you know, we're, we're working with people who are a lot like ourselves. You know, they're people that are maybe in the second half of life, but they want to thrive. They want to do things. They want to climb mountains. They want right. to, you know, participate in swimming events. They want to do triathlons. I mean, so a lot of our care is very patient-centered around what helps bring people positive vitality? What gives them joy? What can we do to optimize your, or tweak your diet, your lifestyle, your sleep, all the things that we know really impact healthy aging. And so we spend a lot of time listening to our patients. And in the discovery process, you know, we learn how to tailor that treatment so that, you know, they really feel that we're really like a therapeutic team. You know, so yeah, uh, we, we function a lot more like coaches, to be quite honest. These are very highly motivated people, you know, but they don't have to be. I mean, a lot of people come into our practice aren't necessarily athletes. We don't seek that out. But they're people that want, they're up to big things. They want to do things and they want to be able to have good, sustainable energy. And we love that because that is how we elevate our eight over here. Yes, yes. So, I felt like it was a good fit. Yeah, I think so too. So we don't always pay attention to the fact that what we eat can strongly influence our energy and our sleep. So can yeah. you tell us a bit about how we can fuel our bodies for better energy and so that we can sleep better each night? Yeah, I think that's a really big one. I think sleep is super underrated in our culture. You know, we tend to give ourselves a badge when we say, oh my gosh, I only, you know, I'm thriving, but I've only, you know, got five hours of sleep. Yep. Well, chances are you can't do that for a long period of time. So, you know, you pay for it. Unfortunately, right. sleep isn't one of those things where, you know, you can really catch up on the weekend. So it, there's a couple of things that I found really make a difference. Um, one being just, you know, how much time between when you eat and when you go to bed. You know, we know that people who give themselves more like about a two or three hour break uh, from eating tend to sleep better. They tend to have better REM sleep and deep sleep. We know that people who use blue blocking glasses, if you do a lot of, let's say, work on your cell phone or you're doing yeah. um, computer work and that if you can use your blue blockers you're blocking that blue light that we really know now interferes with melatonin production melatonin is that critical hormone that really helps to maintain circadian rhythms um, so it really helps us feel a little bit more in balance and believe me i didn't think it was a big deal until I got my blue blockers. Oh, and wow. I was one of those late night owls that, you know, used to think, oh, I can get up early and I can also work late at night. When I started using those blue blockers, I could not, and I have a, I have an aura ring. So an aura ring is you know, a little device that actually measures your REM and deep sleep. So oh, I was wow. able to do my own you know, experiment. And sure enough, I saw that, gosh, my REM sleep almost doubled. Um, not the first night, not the second night, but literally cutting back on, you know, feeding, going through my Instagram and, you know, wearing just like nothing on my eyes to cutting down to, let's say, you know, maybe to 10 minutes. And then using my blue blockers really doubled my REM sleep. Now the blue blockers, is that a, a pair of glasses that you wear or... Yeah. Okay. There are glasses. I mean, you could buy cheap, cheap ones on Amazon. You can just write blue blockers and like a nine ninety nine pair of science geeky glasses will right. show up. So they're not like 
you know, they probably block maybe 40 or 50% of the blue light. And you'll notice it when you put them on because you'll immediately, if you look anything on blue, it just will look gray. Um, right. But you can pay, I mean, you can pay up to, you know, another 50 or 60 bucks and get a pair that will block like 90% of the light. Wow. That, you know, and if you're a night owl and you're the type of person that, you know, I can't get anything done until my kids are in bed, you know, so that's the time when it's most precious for you. At least give yourself that gift. Um, that $50, $60 investment may actually, you know, REM sleep is the one that's connected with creativity. It's connected with deep thought. It's, it's connected with imagination. It's really important for um, accessing uh, short and long-term memory. So REM sleep is key there. Deep sleep, on the other hand, another critical factor, really seems to benefit when people you know, watch the amount of alcohol they're drinking yeah. before bed, um, eat maybe a lighter meal or try not to nibble on junk, you know, before going to bed. Um, but also really paying attention to the cues that your body will give you, Chris, when it says, you know what, this is like your critical time. It'll start, right. you, you probably know your own signals. You start yawning. Mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> like That's a signal. You know? You're supposed to pay attention to that. <laughs> or, you know, you, you, um, you're falling asleep on a sofa. Right. <laughs> that's the sign. Yeah. It's or, supposed or to get up and go somewhere. The next day on your lunch hour, you're falling asleep <laughs> on the sofa. And right. So, and deep sleep is also the one that's connected with your hormones. Okay. So those women that are listening or men that are listening right now that, you know, know that, you know, their hormones feel like they're a little bit out of balance. Your hormones are generated usually between 11 and 2. 11 p.m. and 2 a.m. 2 a.m. Oh, wow. And, so, and cortisol is even um, longer. It's, it starts being generated from the time you go to sleep, so you know, let's say maybe 10 or 11, all the way up until 8 o'clock the next morning. So that's how critical cortisol is. So it needs a long time to repair and to be produced so you have that dynamic energy when you wake right. up. Okay. So, so okay. Be, now you two tips. I'm an iPhone user and there's lots of things that they, they have on the phone now. Like they can, they can track your sleep with their little health app yep. and there's lots of, lots of different apps that'll track sleep and things like that. And then they have the, the blue light reducing, like you can yes. go on what they call night shift. Night shift, um, yep. And so it's right. kind of funny. It seems sort of counterproductive that the one device that you want to not use is now equipped with all these gadgets that, um, and I mean, is that, is that just as good as a, a blue blocker or not using your device at all? Or are yeah, we sort of being that's tricked a good question. using our devices? And what it's doing is it's really shutting down the amount of blue light, but it's not, it will never block it because you still have that light that you have to be able to see in order to be able right. to get the crispness of your pictures and that. So, yeah, but I still think, you know, that if you're somebody who just, you know, you're, you you know that that's when you're most productive and you want to take advantage of it, then at least you're the person we're speaking to. You would right. best benefit from investing in those blue blockers. And I use raw optics. I mean, I, there's lots of them out there, but I want to just share that Matt is, um, he's the CEO of raw optics. So it's R-A-O-P-T-I-C-S. And he has got a ton of great information looking at the science of why we're living in a time where we really do need to, you know, do what we can to optimize our melatonin and not use it all up. So if you're using 
up your melatonin. So basically light eats up the melatonin. And since most of us are living indoors, you know, we're not going out in the sun all day where we would have like a huge supply of melatonin, right? So um, it's that combination of we're not producing as much melatonin and then we're using it all up is what's putting us into this sleep debt so that when we sleep, we're not necessarily getting the deep sleep that then is going to make us super productive the next day. So that's the connection there. Cool. Okay. So we definitely want to have a good gap of time between dinner and bedtime to yeah. get that started and then sort of really reduce our, our blue light. Yeah. So, you know, and, and, you know, the last thing I would say is that, um, there are these chemicals that are called neurotransmitters, they're brain chemicals. And that's an area where I find sometimes if people are looking for like a, you know, some way to help support themselves during the night, they may benefit from taking like a small protein snack. So not just snacking mindlessly, but really looking at creatively using a snack that could help to optimize your sleep. And I'm a good example of that. I, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll eat at six and then you know, by 9.30, I might be feeling hungry and I'm concerned that I'm going to get up and swim the next day and I don't want to wake right. up in the middle of the night. So if I, if I take like a half a cup of plain yogurt, maybe with a couple of nuts and maybe chop up like, like a quarter of a banana, that is just like the perfect snack for me. That will put me into a deeper sleep and I will actually not wake up at all during the night. So, cool. you know, and that actually helps to build these brain chemicals, uh, particularly serotonin, um, which... Um, is like the precursor to melatonin. Okay. Well, awesome. Let's see. Okay. So the Elevate Your Aid philosophy is about honoring work-life balance, getting enough sleep, and then managing the other eight hours of the day. So how can our listeners here adopt a way of eating that's more like a lifestyle and less like a diet if they want to eat better in order to support their energy and their sleep? That's a gr- gosh. That is such a great question. I love this. Thank elevate you. your <laughs> elevate your eight philosophy. I love your philosophy. Thank so you. I think um, I, I'll just say two things. I would just say that you know when I look over people's uh, meal diaries when they come to see me, the f- first thing I notice with most women is that they are generally not getting enough of the quality protein that I know will help to build the brain chemicals that's gonna give them sustainable energy, keep their blood sugars released, more stable. So a lot of women, you know, might just skip some kind of protein in the morning and just have their coffee. Okay. That might be a place to start, would be maybe looking in, could I add some quality protein um, early in the day? Um, You know, if you're doing intermittent fasting, that's different, but let's just say the first meal that you break the fast, at least make that something in which you're giving yourself some quality protein. And, you know, that could be, you know, some kind of quality fish, some salmon, something left over from dinner that night, but having some protein where you're getting at least two, maybe even three ounces of meat, fish, or poultry eggs to carry you through the next three to five hours. Okay. That you're productive, you know, during those key hours. That would be one thing for sure I would do. That sounds good. And then another thing, it's real easy. I mean, I'm sure most people are not getting enough water, you know, and you can- Oh, yeah. 
you know, I mean, I don't know what tricks you use, but I mean, I have water always. I'm sitting in here right now. I'm just drinking my water because I know if I have it on my desk, I'll have, I'll drink it. So yep. it's got to be visible. I like putting a tea bag in mine. You know, there's certain teas that I really enjoy that are herbal and that just make my water taste great. Or sometimes yeah. I'll just use lemon or lime. But yeah, everybody can benefit from drinking more water. That's going to make you more productive. Awesome. So is it, I've heard so many things about the water too. I've heard like drink half your body weight in ounces. I've heard drink double your body weight in ounces. What's a good, what's a good amount of water? Yeah. You probably don't want to double because I think you know, first of all, you're peeing all the time. And second of all, I mean, you literally can get, you know, you can overhydrate, right? So yeah. you know, take your, take your ideal weight, cut it in half. And, you know, so let's say that's 60 ounces. Well, you're not going to, you don't necessarily need to drink all 60 ounces because you have to take into account, oh gosh, I eat vegetables and my vegetables have, you know, some vegetables are 80% water. Right. But if you even were to do, you know, let's say two thirds of that, so if you, you know, if you needed eight glasses and you drank six or even five, you're going to be hydrated much better than the average person. That is good to know. Well, I keep, a, I have two bottles in my office and, and one is the one I usually take and over to the water cooler because we have one of those water delivery services. Fill yes. that up. When it's empty, I refill it. But then I have a backup bottle if I need to go to a I meeting. I see that. I see that there. Carry something. <laughs> oh yeah, right. There it's right up on my shelf, my hydro flask. Yeah. Um, Okay, so let's see. What are two small specific things our listeners can do today, like right now, to improve their energy and their sleep in the way of, you know, food things? Yeah, I think, you know, we talked about going ahead and adding in like a quality protein. I mean, that's, you can, you can use the same technique that we just talked about for water, for protein. So think in terms of what your ideal body weight is. Okay. Divide that in half. And that is the number of ounces that you would consume. So, you know, if you're, let's say 150, I mean, you, you want about 75 grams of protein a day. Um, if you're 140, that would be about 70. And that still doesn't mean much to people. So if you're thinking about like, well, what would 75 grams of yeah. protein look like? So look at your hand, Chris. Okay. And, you know, if you look at the palm, so you're not looking at your fingers, you're just looking at the palm, look at the thickness of your palm. Okay. Everybody's palm is very specific to their size. That's very so you want to get a piece of meat, fish, poultry, dairy, pro- not dairy, pro- it could be dairy products as part of it, but you want something that you could eat at least once a day that's going to give you that much. And that might be somewhere around 30, 30 grams of protein. Okay. If you're somebody that's a vegan, then make a fist. And as a, and when you make a fist, you want to take a look at that. You want at least four servings of quality vegetables you know, a day, because that's going to give you some, some protein, but you also want to get at least a fistful of something in which you're getting nuts, seeds, um, lentils, something in which if you were to go ahead and cook that up, you're going to be getting at least a fistful to be able to provide for your, um, your protein needs. Um, and, it. It could, and I think, you know, that's a good place because most people are maybe just nip, throwing something on their salad, but it may not be enough to hold them for four or five hours where they can be super productive. Elevators, hey, I wanted to let you know that I am moving to a new website. So just go to chrismcpeak.com to get all the skinny on what's going on with the podcast, my books, my mastermind groups, my Facebook group, all the cool things that I am putting out for you to increase your time management, productivity, and career things. 
That's chrismcpeak.com and the sucker is live now. So go check it out. And you want to keep your blood sugars, you know, um, productive. And I would say the only other thing that probably, you know, a lot of people are already doing, but it's wise just to go ahead and throw it out. Your fats are really where you get satiety. Absolutely. Yeah. So satiety is okay. You know, you don't want to be the person that every two hours feels like, God, I, I need to eat something. You know, particularly if you're a business person, you know, and you're, you've got a lot on your plate, you don't want food to be in the way of keeping you from getting your work done. So I really encourage people to think in terms of, are you getting enough fat with your meals? Because the fat could be the piece that's actually get, extending your ability to go maybe three to maybe five hours. You know, uh, so for example, if you're doing a salad, if you put like a tablespoon of olive oil on, well, that's okay. going to give you 100 calories and that should give you an extra hour of productivity. Oh, if you throw great. in a half of an avocado with that, that avocado is also giving you about 140 calories. That's another hour. Okay. Now you're throwing your protein. And so let's say you do two, two and a half ounces of protein. For every ounce of protein, that should give you about an hour. So if you've got a salad that maybe is two cups of salad, I mean, there's really no Mm -hmm. calories in there. But now if you've got the chicken, you've got the avocado, you've got the olive oil, maybe even throw in a couple of, um, oh, I don't know, a couple of tablespoons of feta cheese or goat cheese, or, you know, maybe put in some, some cooked garbanzo beans that might give you another half hour. So that salad now, you know, might take you for four, four and a half hours without feeling hungry. That's great. And you've not really, um, I mean, you've added good calories. You haven't added like empty calories. All of these calories are because like the garbanzo beans, you've got fiber in there too. Yeah. With the avocado. So you're, uh, you're, you're putting good, solid, healthy calories in your body as opposed to you know, if, you, if you're getting those calories, I mean, I mean, I still love to every single afternoon, I have something sweet. So I always have like a little piece of dark chocolate and a couple of nuts. So it's not like I'm not, you know, I don't enjoy those things. But I do find that if I put all those other things in place, it's not like I, you know, I have to have like a ton of it, I, you know, a couple pieces will just satisfy me and I'm fine. So keep that in mind too. When you're putting yeah. the good nutrient dense stuff, you don't tend to have as much cravings for, you know, some of the items that maybe are kind of fun foods that you enjoy, but you could easily overdo if right. you weren't eating properly. Yeah. I, and that, um, well, you guys, uh, Jeannie's given us a gift. So uh, listeners to Elevate Your Eight are going to get, let me find the name of this fantastic thing. We're going to get a free download from Jeannie. It's called Seven Ways to Know If Your Nutrition Plan is Working. And we review, I reviewed this before Jeannie and I got on the got on the podcast interview today. And I loved what you said. I think it was tip number seven, that if you're if your diet slash nutrition lifestyle is working, then you are eating good quality foods all the time and you know it because it doesn't feel like you're dieting. Yes. This is my lifestyle. And it doesn't mean you can never have birthday cake again. Yes. It doesn't mean you can never have a tub of popcorn at the movies again, but it's something that you do every once in a while. And and you you might even, you know, feel a little sluggish after doing something like that. But but you know your body and you know that you're fueling your body with things that are giving you good quality energy that makes you productive and again, helps you sleep well at night. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So Jeannie, if people want to connect with you, um, come to your practice, connect with you online, what's the best way to do that? 
Oh, thanks for asking. You know, a couple things. One is that um, you can direct me uh, direct message me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is Jeannie Peters RD, and um, nourishingwellness.com is the uh, is our website. And um, they can always call the office. Cassie is there to answer calls. But I'm, you know, I love to you know, help answer questions to have people determine whether or not, you know, maybe what their particular situation um, is appropriate to going ahead and working together. So they can just call the office 310-373-7830 and um, we're there for them. Love it. Before I ask you my secret question that I ask everybody, um, <laughs> we do have something else in common and that's that we both love to swim. Yay. So tell me just a little bit about how you got started in master swimming and, um, and do you compete? Do you just swim for fitness or... It's so funny, Chris. I was, I have a girlfriend of mine that for seven straight years has bugged me to join masters. And I'm all, uh -huh. and I was a swimmer in high school and college. And when I finished my college swimming, I thought that's it. I was in Buffalo. It was freezing. The water was always cold. Right. I just, I was done. You know, I was also a swim coach. So I just was done, done, done. So she spent eight years. And then one day I went to the practice that she said, just come to one. Right. And you probably know Clay. So Clay is, uh, you know, runs Skog as Skag. Oh, yeah, right. I do yeah, know So Clay. Clay was there, and Clay was like, oh, my gosh, you have such an amazing stroke. And I was like, he hit really? me. I was I like, <laughs> I have an amazing stroke. And he's like, oh, my goodness, I would love to work with you if I could just help you just tweak that stroke a little bit. <laughs> and he got me right there. It was just I like somebody. It. I had never had a coach that really paid that much close attention. And so within two or three sessions, I was hooked. I just loved it. I was starting to feel the difference. He gave me two tips that first day and I was hooked and I realized, oh, this is something I really want to work on. So now I'm, I'm a regular, I'm three days a week. I'm in the That's pool. That's great. And you know, you know, all the benefits. I mean, we meet people that oh, are yeah. from all walks of life and we connect with people in our lane and we immediately create lane buddies. So <laughs> I'm yes, we absolutely do well yeah. maybe you can come be a guest coach at uh silver peak practice one oh day. yeah maybe sure love to come join us out here in uh in pasadena over in the yeah because we swim at pcc um four or five days a week yeah i'm 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 still a three day but i yeah i could be convinced of doing yeah it so. well you should just come <laughs> come drop in on one of our practices and you and charles can share the share the deck there share that the joy yeah um, okay, here's my super, my super secret question that I ask everybody. If you woke up tomorrow, Jeannie, and suddenly there was a 25th hour in the day, what would you do for yourself with that extra hour? Mm. Wow, that's a great question. Well, I would have to say, I mean, the one thing I feel like I don't get enough time to do is, is one snuggle with my husband, but I also Aww. love reading inspiring something inspiring. I mean, I, I have a ton of, ins of books that inspire me. I'm, and I, uh, you know, I'm a swimmer in the morning. So you know how that goes. I got to get yep. to practice by 5.45 or yep. 6. So uh, my time in the morning to read is really limited. And I am, I'm a, I'm a big fan of books. I just love to read. So I would probably be reading. I would love to read and be right next to my husband. That would be a great combo. And have somebody bring me coffee at the same time. That would there be you go. <laughs> that sounds delightful. There is definitely something to be said for husband snuggling for sure. <laughs> love yes. that. Yeah. Okay. Well, we have been talking to Jeannie Peters today. We'll have all the details about how you can connect with her in the show notes. And we'll also have a link 
to the free gift that she's giving our listeners, seven ways to know if your nutrition plan is working. Jeannie, thank you so, so much for being on Elevate Your Eight today. Oh, Chris, high fives to you. I really appreciate you getting me on. And yeah, let's go ahead and do it again. If it's not on the deck up at PCC, we'll do something here again together. You got it. Elevate your eight. Okay. All right. All right. See you, Chris. Bye now. (laughs) Is that woman an absolute delight or what? She is so positive. She is so fun to be around. Being around Jeannie Peters is like laying out at the beach in the sun it's not too hot and there's a nice breeze and you just feel calm and comfort. That's what it's like to hang out with Jeannie Peters. And I hope y'all got a dose of that listening to today's episode. So the free gift that we talked about, seven ways to know if your nutrition plan is working. You can find that in the show notes because I'm using a MailChimp landing page and I can't have give you a custom domain. I know that's ridiculous. It won't always be like this. So just go to the show notes. You'll find all the details there. I'm going to bug out for now. I hope you have an amazing day, week, night, weekend, whenever you're listening to this. Thank you as always for being here. Elevators, I'm out.